Lemmy. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Milos. Hey, man. Welcome to IT Serbia podcast. And uh, just for, for the listeners of the podcast, I'm talking with Mr. Lemmy Orhan Ergi, uh, who is um, speaking to me today from Turkey. Am I correct? Yes, right. Istanbul. Istanbul. Perfect. And, you know, uh, the way I know Lemmy, um, well, I know is maybe an overstatement. <laughs> We've been talking with <laughs> via email uh, for, for a couple of days. But the, the way I've heard of Lemmy was uh, from, from his presentation that, that he had in Bosnia Agile Day, which, was pre- which occurred pretty recently, I think maybe uh, one and a half month ago or something. Yeah. Um, and and um, I've heard some great things. Unfortunately, I wasn't there to listen to you, man. But, you know, um, I, I have some very, very good friends who went there, told me some, some very, very nice things about you. So uh, you. just to, you know, to introduce you to the Serbian IT community, um, can you tell us um, who are you, where you're from, and, you know, what, what are you doing these days? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, my name is Lemi. Uh, I've been developing software uh, since 2001, and software uh, development is my passion. Uh, in fact, uh, I'm searching uh, for uh, uh, for the answer of several questions in my development life. Therefore, uh, I'm investigating how to feed my passion. Uh, and then uh, at the end, I noticed that uh, building high-quality software or, uh, yeah, high-quality software is my passion. And I'm trying, I, I try to find ways to build high-quality software and I encounter many, many terms and ideas like software craftsmanship and uh, agile and uh, all those stuff. And I really loved, loved these these terms and um, I start to work on them. So today I'm uh, earning my life uh, as, as a consultant and uh, a trainer uh, in ACM, uh, a leading training and consultant company in Turkey. And uh, I spent uh, almost 10 years of my life uh, as, as a software developer at uh, Sony Europe uh, and uh, eBay Turkey. Yeah. Hey, t- tell me something. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you are uh, a part of the local uh, agile community, right? Yes, yes, right. Uh, I was the product owner for two years uh, on Agile Turkey Summit. This year, uh, more than 700 people just joined, attended uh, to the conference, and I'm a, I was a I am a core member of Agile Turkey community. Uh, I, I love being involved in community activities. Uh, that's that's the reality, I guess, of my life. And also, uh, I am the founder of Software Craftsmanship Turkey community, uh, which which we start to uh, do lots of coding kata activities in these days. <laughs> um, you, you know what? There, there's a question that a lot of people asks me from time to time. So uh-huh. I have to ask you this question: Are you a programmer or not? I call it myself not a programmer but a developer. Uh, okay. Not 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 sure if if developer uh, and programming or development are are both uh, showing the same points. But uh, from my perspective, um, I'm doing tons of 
activities um, in addition to programming. Uh, so I love uh, being involved in DevOps activities, uh, feeding DevOps culture in the companies and, and um, in enjoying the teamwork uh, with the team. So not only the hardcore coding, but also uh, the soft part or, or the team-wise uh, parts of the development life, I really love to be involved in. Awesome. Now, I've heard a couple of things here. I've heard you're developing software. I heard you, 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 you had the role of product owner. Um, you also like DevOps. So you're a versatile guy. And, um, and, and if I'm not mistaken, can you call yourself an agilist? Is that the term these days? Uh, yeah, um, I mean, uh, I call it myself as a, as a developer uh, in, a, in a journey for software craftsmanship. Uh, and I really loved uh, the, the, uh, all aspects of Agile. Uh, and I call it myself also Agile. Uh, evangelist or enthusiast, uh, I can okay. I can say. Okay, so I will not call you agilist. <laughs> I, I thought I thought that was the way you guys uh, like to be called, but I apologize. It looks like it's 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 reserved for a small number of people. I, I happen to know. Uh, so so not a problem. It's not a problem. But so so when you say you're an evangelist for agile, th- does that mean you've you've been you applying? Uh, agile culture and potentially agile processes in your development life or your team life. Where, where did you have the chance to apply these? Yeah, um, during my career, uh, I tried to apply all those uh, practices uh, in in my daily development life with my team. Uh, but in in the last few years, as a consultant, I'm working with tons of different companies, and there are tons of different teams having trouble. Uh, uh, in in many many tons of in many tons of areas, um, mainly I give advices. <laughs> yeah, I I give advices them and uh, and I try to teach how to uh, how to build a culture uh, of of of, uh, of uh, love and of of passion uh, for software development. Well, um, in, in this particular case, I couldn't found a better person to talk to. Um, be, because um, I've, I've been encountering, uh, a, as you say, tons of issues, uh, tons of problems within all kinds of development teams. I, I even have a, like um, a, a kind of a kind of a bullet list of of things I've I've concluded about every possible team I've ever worked with, um, okay. with, with maybe a couple of exceptions. But but okay but okay let's let's <laughs> let's talk, let's talk about uh, Bosnia Agile Day. Uh, I think you had a very interesting topic. Uh, you 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 named it if I'm not mistaken. Let the elephants leave the room. Yeah. Uh, dash remove waste in software development. Yeah. So I, I gotta start by asking, who or what are these elephants? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so there's an uh, English idiom like uh, the elephants in the room uh, therefore it is adapted the name is adapted from from that idiom um, so that there are tons of elephants in our life uh, those are hidden elephants and uh, sometimes you see them uh, but sometimes you don't but you feel them that they are right next sitting next to you and uh, 
but most of the time you or your friends or or we are all together we ignore them so uh, we try to live with them we try to get used to live with them uh, and at at the end of the day um we see that in in our daily daily work uh, we produce a very 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 few amount of of of, of value uh, and most of the value are just messed up with with the those with those elephants uh, so it's, it's a kind of uh, metaphor um and i really loved it um and i mapped that elephant concept with waste so elephants are waste uh, in in our daily life and uh, we have to find them if they are just uh, ghost or or hidden or or just uh we cannot see uh, we have to find them and eliminate them so we have to find ways to eliminate them too so so in that presentation uh, i try to show uh, what can be uh, those uh, elephants are and how how we can uh, eliminate them just uh, just few tips and tricks on yeah you know what i have just one comment on the on the name of the presentation uh-huh. like and, and on one thing you said like uh, we are these elephants are here and we are ignoring them i thought mm-hmm. to myself like this is every developer ever <laughs> like every possible developer ever yeah like starting with copy paste solutions um yeah. from from shortcuts uh i don't know from from yeah. just just so many things you can do when developing yeah. and and you the the thing is you actually know it's an elephant whether you call it like that or or think about it like you know it's an elephant but you're like yes you know, like i might get back to it later or you know i, I got to get the job done etc cetera, etc cetera. and of course there are people who only work with elephants <laughs> like uh, you know like uh, i remember this this funny nine gag uh, uh, something where where there was a software for for like um uh, programming without coding, which would be something like you do a search and it automatically copies from from Stack Overflow and build, builds code. <laughs> cool idea. Yeah. So okay, let's talk about waste. You <laughs> you identified you identified uh, uh, these elephants being the waste we produce, and you you also said that 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 during our daily routines we don't produce enough value. So what I what yeah. I'm inclined to ask now would be two things. What mm-hmm. is this waste exactly, and mm-hmm. uh, what is this value we are missing on? What is this value that we are supposed to bring to mm-hmm. to the team, to the customer, or the client, or whatever the the end party is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, so waste is everything not adding value to the customer. Uh, so uh, so what is the value for the customer? Uh, so I call it. Um, um, I, I call it the solutions that we provide to the customers uh, because uh, customers really don't care about uh, the methodology that we use or, or the languages, the technologies we use. Uh, not really, uh, but they really uh, search for uh, for their problems to be solved, and they really want want their problems to be solved and. Uh, the real value from a developer's perspective is is solving those problems 
it starts from understanding the real problem and then uh, then building a solution or designing a solution first, then, then building a solution. And um, we have to admit that um, we are not perfect and all our solutions are not, won't be perfect. Uh, therefore, we have to do uh, small iterations. We have to build our solutions in, slow, in, in small iterations and get feedback again and again and again from, from customer and from, the, from everyone that involved in that solution to, I mean, to reach a, a real a working solution. Uh, therefore, um, uh, if you eliminate waste, it means uh, it, it means many things. One is uh, you can um, work uh, less to build um, a value, the same value that you produced before, uh, or um, you work at the, at the same amount of time and you deliver uh, a bigger amount of waste. Uh, sorry, big amount of uh, value. Um, so that is the uh, that is my perspective uh, for for waste and then the value. Okay, so, so let's let's briefly um, let's talk about the the guy or the girl, the person producing the code. Okay, mm -hmm. who, who is who is likely to produce um, you know significant waste. Uh, uh -huh. Because because of shortcuts, uh, quote unquote easy solutions, um, applying you know copy pasting from from you know from the internet, um, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, not not using standards um, or using them in a wrong way, uh, yeah. building anti patterns or whatever. So you know you also I think you also put that in your presentation. Um, uh -huh. Kind of you kind of. Highlighted that there are people who are uh, sometimes scared of touching their their own source code. Um, yes. Like uh, you know, from yeah. time to time, you do need to venture back into that piece of whatever <laughs> is it that you produce and make a change. And you yeah. know, for example, one of the and, and and we might we might talk about different things that I've noticed about teams. But let me tell you about one thing <laughs> I've I've noticed: people seem to be refactoring only when they have to fix a bug. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. This, this is when they are venturing back into yeah. their source code. I I have to fix a bug, and then uh -huh. I, I go through debugging. Blah blah blah. I I figured that there's something wrong with the piece of code, and yeah. this this is the time when I refactor. So which means they yeah. don't refactor along the way. They just build layers upon layers. So yeah. why do why do people do this? Why, why do you think uh, teams do this? Not only individuals. And and let me tell you from my experience. A lot of people do this. Why do you think this is this is the case? Yeah, interesting uh, because um, Robert C. Martin mentioned very very interesting quote in one of his talks, and when I heard, I said, "Wow!" He said, um, "Developers uh, have a responsible tolerance, uh, so they know that uh, those activities. I mean." The way of they work is not the right thing, but uh, they have to, they are tolerating these, and they don't really do anything to improve their way of working. They really know that uh, that they have to improve the whole way of working and and they, what they produce. 
uh, but they don't do anything about it. So um, I, I uh, from my perspective, uh, I can see a lack of discipline and passion. So and and motivation. Uh, so from software craftsmanship uh, a mindset, um, if you have uh, motivation, discipline, and uh, uh, and passion. So if you have three things, uh, you can be a craftsman. So you can improve yourself continuously, not on yourself and then the things that you produce. So um, it, it's it's like a, a tree tree leg. Uh, so both all of them should be available. Um, th therefore, uh, when we introduce practices, uh, we cannot achieve. So introducing practices is 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 not uh, uh, is not the correct thing because if you leave the team by themselves, uh, they will uh, they will follow the old habits, and therefore um, uh, we have to build a discipline on top of those practices, which can be uh, established by by doing mentorship. Or doing pay programming, do your mob do, uh, by doing mob programming and continuously um, doing reviews uh, of what we've done so far. Uh, in for from agile perspective, uh, reviewing all the stuff that we produce and uh, reviewing all the, all the uh, activities and habits of our uh, development life. Uh, it, it's called uh, are, are called in many ways. We, we can call it uh, review meetings, or we can call it retrospective meetings. All of them, uh, we, in, in all those meetings, we review something uh, to improve our product, to improve the way that we work with the team, and such. Um, hey, okay, well, one question though: uh -huh. th th these retrospectives or whatever you want to call them, they will be focused on the code as well, right? Not only. Not only at yes. the product, but also at the code, yes. the architecture, maybe. Sure, sure. Yes, why not? So in, in retrospective meetings, uh, the team can decide to do a mock programming uh, for a few hours a week. Then uh, they can experience how, how it can go. And later on, they can decide. Uh, what I noticed from, uh, in, in development teams is that people really scare of um, doing experiments. They really don't like doing experiments. What I mean is, let's do pay programming. Let's let's do let's be pairs and spend a few hours together and resolve the, the, this issue. Uh, but uh, we have to be stick on the um, pay programming dynamics. Like um, we have to switch the keyboard regularly, and uh, and you are the navigator and the driver. Later on, we will switch. And when you start. Uh, negotiating uh, with other people, uh, you, you notice that people really scare, scared of doing new stuff or doing new uh, exper experiences, having new experiences. So um, what I really love, uh, like in, from agile uh, perspective, uh, empiricism um, really improves uh, everything we have to try we have to uh, experience uh, experiment and and see how it will go 
Um, yeah, you know what? It's, sometimes it's, it's just hard to explain to a developer uh, the values, the benefits of, of for example, pair programming. Uh-huh. It's it's ridiculous. You know all those things. Uh, you, you, yeah. All those things you do when 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 coding, which uh-huh. is all, all those things you just take for granted. As you said yourself, something like responsible tolerance. Like you tolerate yeah. you tolerate your own crap. Yeah, like uh-huh. on a regular basis. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and when you're paired with someone, you uh-huh. get the, the the chance to explain yourself to someone. Why did you do that? You know, in, in, instead of doing something else, and you have to articulate that so so that the other party would understand. And while while doing so, there 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 there's a multitude of things that can go in a good way. You mm-hmm. you might understand. Okay, I get it. I need to fix that crap. You know, mm-hmm. you might get a confirmation <laughs> from from your your pair. You know, a confirmation <laughs> that you, that you've done the right thing or how to avoid doing the wrong thing in the future, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But people yeah. are generally wrong, uh, you know, like scared of even even anyone like uh, venturing into their code. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I, I've even heard people being uh, opposed to uh, using versioning, you know, and, and pushing uh-huh. their committing their code to a repo or something, you know, like you know, it's, why uh-huh. who's going to be looking at my code? <laughs> so the, the, I I I mean the, these are these things happen. Uh, so yeah. so. I'm inclined to ask, although I'm I'm pretty sure there's there, there's no real response. I'm inclined to ask, how do you overcome this perhaps innate fear that people have from trying new stuff such as pair programming, which uh-huh. which cannot be more useful. Like I've never seen a thing more useful than that when two yeah. engineers sit yeah. down and 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 yeah. work out a solution to a problem between them, even when and and even better. When they are not paired by by skill and and um, experience level, then it's even better when someone has a, a bit more experience. Like the other party really learns uh, a whole lot of things. Sorry for for my my monologue. I just it just uh-huh. had to come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I have so uh, I I asked myself for tons of uh, tons of the times in my life and. Um, uh, while I was working at, at Sony at, at eBay Turkey and, and with, with with tons of other companies uh, as a consultant, uh, I'm really focusing on building a culture uh, for development. Uh, so if you don't build a culture or, or cultivate the culture in the company, uh, you don't. It is impossible uh, to adapt those practices uh, in the teams. Uh, so cultivating a culture is is a really hard thing. But I think I uh, I found just few tips uh, throughout my journey. Uh, one thing is um, I applied in in many companies right now. Um, Building uh, or uh, finding our um, uh, writing our manifesto. Uh, so, so, so when when I ask to the attendees of a conference uh, or, or a seminar, uh, how do you build software? Um, they uh, hesitate to answer because they really don't know the answer. I mean, we build 
we write code and uh, we test, we do manual test and uh, we deploy it and, and later on and nothing happens. So people really don't have a, a, a good answer for, for that question. How do we build software? Uh, but if we, uh, if we write our values and the practices map to these values and build a manifesto in the team or in the company, uh, we start to be, uh, build some discipline. We have to, uh, we have to force ourselves to stick to that manifesto. So, um, in, in, in many companies, we build our own manifesto. Those manifesto can in, involve uh, or include uh, pay programming, can include code review processes, can include solid principles if they are building uh, uh, object-oriented uh, principle uh, paradigm, and uh, if uh, or or uh, they can put uh, the way they fix bugs uh, to to the manifesto. So, for example, in many of the companies I work, uh, the people just wrote uh, we fix uh, bugs. After we reproduce the bugs in automated tests, first we write the tests, then we see that the bugs ex exist, even though it's already in production, <laughs> and we fix it. And later on, we see that the, the tests pass, uh, that validates our fix. Then we go to, uh, then we, we continue the progress uh, to, to test environment, to staging, or UAT, etc. So um, that list, sh sh I mean, it is not mandatory to have a big uh, visionary text, uh, but uh, if you write, pay programming is the way of building high-quality software. If you write it down, uh, people have to force themselves uh, to learn how to pay effectively, and uh, like they have to uh, shape their uh, their daily daily uh, development uh, habits, like at the end of or during daily scrums. So if you are doing a daily scrum in every day, every morning, most of the time, there's a 15-minute daily scrum meeting. Uh, people stand up and uh, talk. And in, in, in those daily stand-ups, daily, daily scrums, people ask who to, uh, I mean, uh, who, who uh, wants to, Pay program with me, like uh, in, for for that specific task or for that specific PBI or story. So, uh, if you write down the outlines of the culture, now and now people start to see uh, the the overall picture of the development culture, even though they really uh, uh, cannot achieve to uh, achieve to. Or cannot achieve all of them uh, because they have no skills yet. Uh, then, um, then we start to do internal seminars or internal uh, meetings, like uh, we call it brown bag sessions. I really love the idea of lunch and learn or brown bag uh, sessions idea. Uh, it's originally coming from uh, the universities from uh, from US. It is just. It is first started in, in a conference. Um, the, the employees of a company educate uh, their colleagues uh, by doing very uh, amateur uh, seminars, in, like in meetups. So, uh, in, in 
in a software craftsmanship uh, movement, I really love the idea of a community of professionals. So as, as an Agile Turkey community, we are doing tons of events, tons of meetups, people talk, and many people listen, and we have an interaction, communication, and such, and learning, lots of learning. And the same uh, thing can happen in companies. So for example, um, I organized more than 100 meetups in, in, in companies already. Uh, I have more than 100 meetups in 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 companies, not in communities. So people uh, start to learn um, uh, the technologies, the uh, the topics, uh, anything that um, that they are not very familiar. Um, that uh, makes them feel that they learn something and they feed their passion. Feeding passion is very important for developers. Uh, I can, if I lose my passion, I leave the company. That's for sure because I'm, yeah, uh, money is important, and uh, if I earn money, uh, I can be, I can work in those companies, in, in many companies. That's of course. However, if I cannot feed my passion, I have no really, uh, no real meaning of of being there. Uh, therefore, uh, those internal meetups feed the developers' passion a lot and motivate them. That also improves the way of their looking at the practices like like peer programming or code review. Um, many people think that code review is very important, yes, but when you uh, give feedback for those guys' code, um, they start to offense their code uh, and we cannot go to a real real point at the end. Uh, then um, if we start to talk about how we can review what, I mean, how we can review or how we should not review, uh, what are the words that we should not use while uh, giving feedback to a, to a developer? If we can talk in the team and we shake hands and we agree on the, on the, the conclusions, then and many, many problems are uh, eliminated. Uh, developers really uh, love their ego, right? Uh, we, we love our ego. We, we have oh, tons no. of ego. No. <laughs> and uh, uh, so we have, a, so there is a concept like uh, egoless uh, programming or 10 commandments of egoless programming. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, being egoless is, is not possible from my perspective. Uh, however, so very little ego is, is uh, essential because when I, uh, I completed my work and I want to push my code to the repository, I stop, I, I breathe again, uh, I free my mind and I look at my code again because uh, my ego says that this is your code, and this code should be uh, high quality. I mean, it should obey uh, the, the best practices, or it should obey um, uh, some uh, pra practices that that we agreed on. Uh, like so, guidelines, maybe. Yes, guidelines, standards, and such. Uh, so the next developer, <laughs> the, the, the developer sitting next to me, which will work on the same code. Uh, after me, um, 
when he looks at my code, uh, he should not say, uh, uh, let me mess up the, the whole code base. I mean, um, that is the ego that we really need. Uh, however, not much. Uh, so uh, I really care about being uh, legolus, uh, egoless, uh, sorry, um, uh, or, or having a little ego um, and give messages, tons of messages to developers in my team that leaving our Lego next to the door of the office is important. Um, I'm here to learn something, not to teach. So while uh, we are working together, uh, I, I try to learn. Uh, so if they come to, uh, with the same mind, um, all of us will learn. Uh, so that's that's the uh, few points that I start uh, while cultivating a development culture in the teams. Well, um, you know, you know, I wish I had a dollar every time I, I think about um, a good team of engineers uh, <laughs> really working uh, for, for the common common cause. You know, um, really really having the same big picture. Um, generating the, the the value based on, on same principles, I think it's it's very idealistic. But I, uh-huh. I I have been, you know, seeing and introduced with a bunch of teams where where it's close. You know, mm. at least if if nothing, people do have the passion, and mm. and that you you said, and I couldn't agree more that it's a very important component in mm. in one's job, for example, in one's role in a team, etc. You know, what I would like to do a summary. Of, mm-hmm. of, of, of the things you, 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 you said here. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's more or less kind of a little guideline for, for a company to become agile, which is, which is kind of focusing on the culture first and mm-hmm. only then on, on the process of really creating code. So, so let's do a summary, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. So you said a company should start by building or finding or writing a manifesto which basically means articulating the answer to the question, how uh, do, do we build software? So they, mm-hmm. they should write down their values and practices that, 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 that bring those values to life. And this is how you create discipline, mm-hmm. which, which if, it's, you know, if, if you create it, it should apply to everybody um, in the company, which, which means all engineering teams. Yes. You, you then said um, that, that it's very important to promote internal meetings or seminars or brown bag sessions where continuous education happens and employees educate their colleagues, which in turn, and I, I would like to emphasize this, generates passion, correct? Yes, yes. Perfect. And then, only then, and, and th- th- this is where we come to the individual really, which, which would be egoless programming, uh, more or less obeying the quote-unquote Ten Commandments of Eagles programming, and of course, at the end of the day, promoting standards and guidelines. Yes. So, 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 what you're saying is, if we follow these guidelines, we are likely to get there, to get to a point where uh, people are passionate about the work, people are generating more or less waste-free code. Um, they're happy to do a review. They're happy to do refactoring, pair programming, um, really improve the way they build products and services, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's a journey. Uh, and the most important part of the journey is 
looking at what they've done so far and we have to find the way uh, that we can improve uh, things and uh, we have to inspect and adapt of course and we don't uh, we, we should not uh, be scared of uh, ex doing experiments and uh, build we have to build uh, an environment where we can do experiments of course uh, a safe place uh, and doing experiments does not mean writing the whole or rewriting the whole application from scratch in a new technology it's it's just very simple let's let's make some uh, uh, some some improvements on on daily scrum meeting or or improvements on on doing error handling uh, codes uh, error handling uh, area uh, how we can improve them let's let's try this 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 new idea so uh, it is important uh, for me. Okay. Um, so, so you've you've also given us some advice, which I honestly really appreciate, because because it couldn't be, it couldn't be better. It couldn't be. Um, it, it's really what 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 the most important thing is in in software development and, and in this IT industry. You know, which is you you said two things. One is continuously improve. And two, do experiments. We, you mm -hmm. know, like don't be afraid yeah. to do experiments. Um, and I would also like to add number three, which which also kind of uh, comes from what what you and I have been talking about so far, which is be a software craftsman. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, b because being a software craftsman um, does mean adhering to these very you know uh, very big principles. Mm -hmm. um, of being an individual in an organization and, and, and driving change in an organization. Um, mm -hmm. I must say, you guys, I, I don't want to call you agilist because you told me not to, <laughs> but you guys, you guys do inspire people to, uh, to, to be the drivers of, of these, these changes. Um, and I honestly hope that, you know, there are listeners will, will feel at least a bit enthusi more enthusiastic about it than, than you know before listening to to this conversation um i i'm very grateful to you for being oh. being my guest um oh, thank and let me tell you something if you ever come to serbia to belgrade you're gonna oh. have a, a fantastic time all you need to do is let me know and and we'll organize something with the with with the local agile community there's a fantastic agile community here um oh, and uh, we'll do something nice yeah, I heard very good things uh, about uh, the the uh, development community, IT community in Serbia uh, in Bosnia Agile Day. Uh, yeah, I will do my best uh, to to uh, come to uh, Serbia. That's for sure. Well, um, we'll see. Maybe maybe you'll be speaking on one of on one of the conferences here. Uh, um, there's a uh, lot of them in, uh -huh. in the in the in the past couple of years. Uh -huh. Situation in Serbia when it comes to IT has been exploding. Uh -huh. uh, it's it's been a it's, we have a, a ridiculous number of of different communities here, and and each and every one of them is working and generates value, generates uh, knowledge. There's there's really fantastic free education um, because of these organizations. So cool. it's it's a nice story here, um, yeah. and and I would encourage you to uh, to join us at some point, and and I hope 
people will reach out um, after they, they, they listen to our conversation. So I'll make sure I, I, I link your LinkedIn profile or something. Um, so guys, if you, if you, if you want to reach out to Lemmy, go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he won't mind. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I love. So uh, I, it, it's an honor for me to be involved in, in such a uh, podcast and uh, to meet with you uh, specifically. Uh, so um, I really thank you. Uh, thank, thanks a lot. Thank you, man. Um, so my name is Milor Jekic. I've been uh, talking with Mr. Lemmy Orhan Ergin, who is a software craftsman from Istanbul, Turkey, and uh, a really uh, an agile enthusiast. Uh, thank you again, Lenny. Thank you. Thank you very much.